Breaking news. Breaking. Christian McCaffrey's out for the season. Again. Hold on a second. <laughs> That's breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. Mm, he's been out. I wasn't surprised. I don't know. Were you surprised? Yeah, I was kind of surprised that he would be out for the season over an ankle, but... Do we know... I guess the MRI came back with some some tendon damage, and mm. I guess based on, you know, Christian's value... Yeah, he's the highest-paying running back, right? In the... Yeah. My question is, is his... Remember when he had that quad inju um, injury? Oh, uh, he had a hamstring injury. Hamstring, whatever. Was his hamstring and his ankle, was it on the same injury? was on the same side? No, it's a different leg. Dang. <laughs> he just falling apart then. It, might, gonna, be the, it might be the same side. Because if it's the same side, it would make sense if his ankle was weak, if his quad. Or hamstring. Hamstring. <laughs> his hamstring was weak. Right. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. But in other Panther news, Cam came back. Yeah, it was pretty. So we had high hopes, you know, Cam coming back, and he but it's good. a tall it's a tall order to to learn a whole new system in a couple weeks and have rapport with your receivers. But um, you know, I think a offensive coordinator kind of has to figure that out. You Is know. it a new offensive coordinator? So really, really like so Cam went like five for twenty one or five for twenty two this weekend like so basically didn't complete any passes you know and I really think that you know it's the offensive coordinator's fault for not adjusting his game plan when a, a team has you figured out and now if that part of your playbook you know didn't include Cam Newton or Cam Newton didn't know that part of the playbook then you know you needed to put the person in that would be able to adjust and if that meant putting PJ back in, you know, then that should have happened sooner. But we basically, when Christian McCaffrey went out, we basically abandoned the run game completely. Might have had five rushes after that. So my question is, are these same coaches, were they coaching him before he left? No, so okay. Matt Rule was hired as, as the coach and... You know, they basically waited and let Cam go at an awkward time. Mm -hmm. Now, if they had let Cam go at an appropriate time, he would have had more chances to sign with other teams, but they had already gone through the draft. Um, you know, they really did Cam dirty at that time, which is what the... Which is basically what the concern was, right, that, you know... But Cam swallowed his pride and, and came back to Carolina, even though Carolina kind of did him dirty. Mm -hmm. you know, which is the NFL, it's a business, you know. But obviously he was best for their business because they brought him back. Yeah. Or they asked, pleaded, begged for him to come back. <laughs> and they he won have. the first game that he played. So... Right? Um, Cam came back. PJ played most of the game. But they brought in Cam on scoring plays, basically. Oh. You know, so he scored the first couple times he was in the game. And then 
you know, last week was the was the first time that Cam started, mm-hmm. and he did really well, but we still lost, mm-hmm. right? And then this week, you know, playing the Miami Dolphins, we basically got demolished. Like the Miami Dolphins just destroyed us. I fell asleep during you know, the so. massive destruction. I was passed out, but I saw parts of it, and yeah, we were we were pretty. Boggled up. But basically, like, I mean, I pretty much see it as the coaches are now fighting for their job because they literally have a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense. And they're still not winning. And they're still not winning. Mm-hmm. Like, well, they if they had kept, they if they kept um, Rivera. If they had kept Bridgewater. No, they should have kept Rivera. That's where they started. Well, see, that's, 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 started that's why they up. got rid of Rivera, right? They got rid of Rivera because they were tired of being mediocre all the time. I mean, did we go to the Super Bowl, Rivera? Yeah, once. Yeah, but before then, they hadn't been to the Super Bowl since like 1998 or something. But the whole point was to not have mediocre seasons anymore. Right. And our mm-hmm. season is more mediocre now than it's ever been. Right. Well, they need to quit doing inconsistent stuff, I think. If they had consistency <coughs> and went back to the basic plays, you know, and have fun. Like, when that, like that's kind of what I saw when Cam came back. It's like, it looked like everybody was ready to have fun again. Yeah. And then, it looked like he was ready to have fun. But then, I think he sets, really does set the mood for the team. Like even you can like even before he set the mood for the team, even now he sets the mood for the team. So like if he's mad, everybody's mad. Yeah. Or if he's not playing good, everybody's not playing good. He's a leader and he's gonna have to step, you know. But literally into my that. Miami is a blitzing defense, right? And you got Cam doing uh so we hadn't ran the ball. Right, so you got him doing, you know, play action pass with when we haven't ran the ball against a blitzing defense. Blitzing meaning they just attack. Yeah, so they're bringing so we have five people to block. They're bringing seven or eight people. Mm. <coughs> they're bringing seven or eight people each time. But yeah, so the Miami Dolphins has a have a blitzing defense, mm-hmm. and you can't. So the offensive coordinator can't design a game plan where you're doing five and seven step drops against a blitzing defense. Like, of course, you're going to have multiple interceptions. Of course, you're going to have multiple sacks. You know, you 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 take Christian McCaffrey out of the equation. You got nobody to throw it out of the backfield to. Right. You don't have like so Christian McCaffrey is a great blocking back as well. So you take him out of the game. We're basically going to lose. You know. That's okay, a recipe for think? disaster. So what do you think? We're going to do better or not? And then what makes a good coach is the ability to... Adapt with your players. Is to adjust to what the other team is trying to do against you, right? Sure. So they're literally doing, you know, this um, option plays where you're doing a run-pass option. And they're literally dumping it out in the flat six or seven times in a row. Mm-hmm. 
like eventually you have to adjust your defense where you got somebody covering the flat and somebody covering the running back and make them do something else, something different. And that didn't happen. So, you know, say in my opinion, I'm blaming these losses on the coaching staff. Like you have a top 10 defense and a top 10 offense, like, and you're not doing Something needs to happen. They need to come together and make something happen. So, in my opinion, if they they're don't, not if studying, they don't go, so they're not studying the other teams well enough. You know, I think we're five and seven. I think if we don't finish the season ten and seven, then basically these guys are getting fired, in my opinion. And then we're starting all over again. You know, and that's again. not really what we want. No. I mean, it was bad enough to lose to Ron Rivera and Washington, who has a losing record. Miami, who has a losing record. <laughs> It's like they come in like overly confident or something. You know, I don't know. Start the season three and oh. Right. That's what I'm saying. They had to be coming in overly confident. And then just like letting their guard down and then score, score, score. And then they're like, oh, we can't win. Let's give up. <sighs> Anyways, but. we have high hopes for the Panthers. We hope that they will do well. We will still support. We'll still like them, I guess. Oh, yeah, we've supported them through all these years of, you know, mm-hmm. failures, and we're going to keep <laughs> supporting them until they do better, you know. Through so, all these failures. All these failures. I mean, really, I mean, the Carolina Panthers always have the talent to do it, mm-hmm. right? They just ain't doing it. They just always fall short, and uh, it's not as bad as being a Cowboy fan, but... <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. But the Cowboy fan, Cowboys at least won the Super Bowl before. Yeah. You know, so well, at least we're not obnoxious, but anyway, I don't know. But yeah, Cam Newton's come has come back. Hopefully, he continues to learn the system. Hopefully, they start calling some better plays for him and adjusting mm-hmm. to what the defense is giving him. You know, and yep, we win. Hopefully we and win. So hopefully we'll win out. You know, I know there's several good teams we're going to play. Tampa twice. Uh, we're going to play the Bills. Mm-hmm. So you can bench your quarterback on the fantasy teams. Who? You. Because you got Josh Allen. We're going to play the Bills. Why? Because he ain't going to do good. That's why. Mm. We'll see what he's projecting. Because going to lay the smack down. We'll see what he's projecting. Not make my decision based off of that. I know I lost my fantasy this week, and I was doing really good. I was eight and three, so now I'll be eight and four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had a hundred and fifty points, and it was dang Sutton. Didn't Sutton not do good for me? Or Swift? Swift. Swift. He, it's not that he didn't do good. He got injured. Whatever. He didn't do good. He should have got back up and get, continued <laughs> to get my points. Because I mean, Let his brain bleed into his spine. It's 150 fine. points is a lot to not win. The other yeah. guy what, got 170 and he wasn't projected to win. But he did because mm. of Swift. But hopefully he feels better. And, but I'm going to take him out mm. next week just in case because I'm not trying to take any chances. Or... If he's, they say he's okay to play, then I'll, then I'll, uh, <laughs> then I'll evaluate the situation. All right, so Nina Dobrev is back in Hollywood, back in oh, action. Oh yeah, 
what was that movie she was in? So the movie that went to number one before The Rock's movie came out, it was called Love Hard. And we watched it. What do you think? It was really cute. It was really cute. Um, I'm glad she's... She, oh, did I look this up? She didn't have a baby. I have no idea. I don't think she had a baby, but she left Hollywood for... Or she left... Yeah, because... Okay, acting, because she was in Vampire Diaries. Mm-hmm. And then she started getting, like, smaller roles in Hollywood movies. Yeah. Like, um... Dang. Totally escaped my mind. Was she in Transformers? Not Transformers. Um, dang, I don't know. Anyway, she was in smaller roles, playing like quirky roles. I do remember her in one movie. You probably don't remember. So basically, she Nina, was like a scientist. Nina Dobrev is known for the Vampire Diaries. Yeah. She had an abrupt separation from the Vampire Diaries and has been out of movies in acting for a while what was abrupt about it i think she wanted to leave because she um wanted to go into hollywood like in movies mm. i don't think it was like any other issue besides that from my understanding it was an on-set issue uh, between her and one of the actors really which one the one she was probably dating and is, is the ex damon yeah. Ian Summers? No, because they were like, they were together and then broke up and they did like two or three more seasons together. Like, they are still friends. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if that was it or not. We should have investigated this. But anyway, But if you're going to be with somebody else and married to somebody else, you're sitting there kissing your ex on, on screen, like... But that's what you get paid to do. I understand that. You wouldn't... But you're going to choose you're your husband paid, no. over, mm -hmm. over that. No. Your husband shouldn't be upset that you're getting paid. You would get mad? I mean, if I was bringing home yes. that check? Yes. And I had to kiss somebody every day that... If you had to kiss your ex, yes, every day. Why well, didn't choose for him to be, be my ex? That would be a problem. Yeah, you wanted to be with him. He wanted Hello? to be with me too. Look, what's that even a real scenario? <laughs> I'm just saying, I would... That would mean you don't trust me. Matter of fact, me. Ian's lucky he's alive. If they, if they were actually... I think Ian is a lot kissing is a lot her. better looking than her current husband, like by far. But anyways, she looked really she looked really good. Mm -hmm. You definitely tell she aged. But the Vampire Diaries ended like ten years ago, so. I mean, I think she still looked like she's in her twenties. So. Mhm. Mm she did. Uh, the movie was cute. It was a Christmas ish movie about mm -hmm. love and. Kind of like a Hallmark movie, and it was good. About I said, I thought it was very comical, very hilarious. You it know, was. In certain parts, I felt like it had the feels in certain parts. Mm -hmm. Did I cry? Right. Yeah, you cried several times. No, just once. No, at I least, at least twice. No, maybe. You know, so. <sighs> mm -hmm. um, but it, it was kind of similar for me to Shallow How, where... You know, the the premise of the movie is that the person you really that's really meant for you, that really knows you, that really cares about you, you may overlook. Because of their looks. Because of their looks or in this case the the guy was Asian. 
you know, mm-hmm. that may have caused certain people to overlook because, you know, they're a different race or whatever. I think that was definitely implied in the movie, yeah. No. So, I think that was... Because they had a lot in common. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were basically perfect for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And she's going to be doing another movie soon. Um, I don't know if it's dropped on Netflix or not yet. I don't know, but... Like, she's pumping them out, so she must have signed something with Netflix. And I'm not mad at it. Because yeah. I think she's a great actress, so... Yeah. Definitely tune in and watch that. But I give her performance a 10. She did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, the, co- the, the comedian Asian in that movie, do you remember his name? I barely remember Nina's name. I call her <laughs> Elena. Um, I'm not anyway, sure. he's great. Look it up. Put his name. Up. Jimmy O Yang. Yeah, so Jimmy Yang is a com- is an Asian comedian, and he definitely he, should be in acting too. And that he's was, and he's hilarious. Yeah. So I think he, I felt like he did a great job with this movie. Mm-hmm. I definitely would love to see more of him in movies. Yeah, for sure. So he he plays that you know shorter quirky. Quirky. You know, character. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he definitely added the the hilarious factor, in my opinion, to it. Well, since we're talking about actresses, Megan Fox is also coming back into movies. We just watched one yesterday. Teeth Night? Night Teeth? Night Teeth? Night Teeth? Which one was it? Night Teeth. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Night Teeth, where she had like a small cameo in it. That's also on Netflix. Like, very small role in that, but it was good. Um, that movie was good. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually had like a lot of um, well-known actresses and actors in it. Mm-hmm. For a screenwriter who is brand new, this only produced this movie. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was really good, and Megan Fox obviously looked great in it. Um, like some of these people I hadn't heard of. So Nineteenth had Megan Fox, Alexander Ludwig, Affie Allen, Debbie from, Ryan. So you I, skip I, this whole section. Yeah, yeah, these are the famous ones. These, these Debbie are... Ryan is famous. Okay, Debbie Ryan. Dang. What's she famous for? She was in the um, the series called Insatiable, also on Netflix. She's a Disney uh, star mm-hmm. as well. Okay. Anyway, Alexander what? Ludwig is the guy from um, that movie that says no regrets that's tattooed on his chest. Hmm. That's that guy. Which one? Oh, Alexander Ludwig, the guy from, he's from Vikings. Also, it's his main ro- that's it's, not how I know it's him. It's his main role is in Vikings. <laughs> that's not how I know him. <clears throat> Paul Castillo, I think that's what it says. Oh, Raul Castillo. He's in uh, Queen of the South. Mm-hmm. The, uh, uh, the boyfriend, they get shot. Mm-hmm. They get shot. Anyway, Early so there were, there were many... The guy from Game of Thrones. There were big names mm-hmm. in this movie, and it and it came together really pr- well. Pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I definitely recommend watching that. It's a vampire movie, but it's it's really good. Like, but we like vampire movies, so. Um, so like speaking of the Vampire Diaries, <laughs> Megan Fox was also in that other movie we watched. Which one? On Netflix, the one where the husband. Oh yeah. Finds out that she's having an affair and. That one, that one was wild. That one was really good. And it was alright. It was okay, y'all. Dang, it only shows up as Night Teeth. Oh, Till Death. Till Death. That one was crazy. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Like, it was kind of unrealistic to me, but... No, basically, Till Death... Uh, careful, you know, for spoilers after this, but yeah, there's spoilers. <clears throat> We're not telling you the whole movie or nothing. We're just gonna tell you the premise real quick. But basically, you know, Megan Fox is of course having an affair. Why, of course. <laughs> okay. That's the, role. the, That's the is, role they're gonna put her in. I, I mean, guess. but really though, if you think about it too, the husband think, finds out. The rich and husband, the rich the husband, super rich husband, and he, and he finds out that he's she's sleeping with his subordinate, right? Who's not even cute, by the way. I don't know what they thought about that. <laughs> what they were doing with that role. Someone, someone willing to touch Megan Fox, <laughs> like for real. I, I mean, I would have volunteered well, to be that role. Shoot, anyways. <laughs> but um, yeah. So anyways. So basically, he sets it up where the person that raped Megan Fox gets can get revenge on Megan Fox after he kills himself. It's wild. So she's dragging this man around the whole house. I don't honestly, know. honestly, the the only thing that I thought was stupid was that because the first thing I would do is I'd just break my hand to get out of the hand and get out of the handcuffs so and that you could be free. I mean, he yeah, had so this it, whole thing planned out. Like, she, I mean, he she had no gas. Any, she didn't have any gas. No, no phone. No phone. He cut no the phone nothing. lines. He got rid of her cell phone. Like, it was some crazy, psychotic mess. Like, legitimately, the only thing she could have done. I see the the lake was frozen over, so she couldn't. Have, she couldn't. Have, what she had to do, she had to take the gas from the boat and put it into the car, so she could get away. Wow, these. Her rapist, who just got released from jail, was after her. Right. It's just crazy. Watch it. Go ahead and watch it. Make sure you have a nice drink while you're watching it, because I had about two or three of them, three drinks. But I feel like I feel like that movie was about a seven out of ten. Yeah. It was good. You know, it kept you Mm -hmm. watching. You know, it was gory like you like. No, it's not how I like. You know, or like I like. But yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But and but Night Teeth was definitely better for sure. Mm-hmm. But that is star. And then Love Hard with, and then Love Hard with Nina Dobre was better than all. But you know the best one. Yeah, if that came out in the movie theater, we would have definitely gone to see that. So for sure. Um, speaking of the movie theaters. Speaking of Ghostbusters. Anyway, we saw Ghostbusters. So Ghostbusters tops the chart in movie theaters, eighty-two million its first weekend. Really beating out King Richard. 
See, I liked King Richard. But King Richard was streaming on HBO Max. Ghostbusters. So Ghostbusters mm -hmm. was number one at the box office. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? I I'm not even gonna give like I don't wanna do any spoiler alerts or anything. But like that movie had me crying. Like <laughs> that kind of cry where you can't catch your breath type mm -hmm. of cry. Anyways, I really thought it was so very I over well done. Falling like a baby. Snots, everything. <laughs> bubbles, bubble snots. But um, I really thought like I like the Ghostbusters original movies, and mm -hmm. I was like, how are they going to make? this movie come anywhere close to being as good mm -hmm. and they did like they're just as good as the other movies and they did a great job with like trying to find a different angle and well number one this ghostbusters and it's called afterlife mm -hmm. right um it tied into the old movies right so they mm -hmm. they had footage from the old movie tying into this movie right mm -hmm. yep so, and then they paid homage to the old movies, mm -hmm. you know, so that made it, you know, very good. good. Right. So, um, they had some big actors and actresses in it. Like obviously the Paul Rudd, which side note is supposed to be the most sexiest guy of 2021, mm -hmm. but who voted for that? Cause I didn't get a survey. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying like, I think he's a great actor. He basically plays the same roles in every movie. Kind of like, um, dang, what's that? Uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds mm -hmm. plays the same character in every movie. But guess what? I'll, I'll see those movies because I like th them both. But I just don't see how... I just don't see how someone could claim that he's the sexiest man alive. They must have pulled up. Let's say, unless, unless, unless certain people can't get it two years in a row, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, you know? What? Because who is 2020's sexiest man? Did I tell you that? Yeah. Who is it? Wasn't it uh, Michael B. Jordan? He was one of them. I think he was either 20... There was a... Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was 2020. So it's like, right? unless he can't get it like two years in a row... I just want to like know who obviously. they polled. I just want to know who they polled. Right. Like, did they... Because I'm sure they... It was, like, between this mothers. guy and, like, the penguin. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no. I think they polled just a bunch of people that went to see movies, like, mothers. Like, because I feel like mothers would be the ones to think Paul Yeah, Rudd yeah. I mean, they're sexy. definitely... I saw on TikTok, side note again about Paul Rudd, um... He was up against Captain America. Some girl got stopped, and on there was like a TikTok, and they were like, "Yeah, so if you could sleep with Paul Paul Rudd or the guy from Captain who's Captain America, which one would you pick?" Mm -hmm. And they didn't know that they were like behind the corner. And she goes, "I would pick Paul Rudd because he's sexy, and um, he was in Clueless, and then he pop. They both pop out, and they're like." You know, he's like, oh, okay. And they start talking and the guy's like, excuse me, Captain America, you need to get your own space. Get your own room. You're not in this anymore. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. who would pick Paul Rudd over Captain America? I'm not really. Mm -hmm. 
Sure. But anyways, Paul Rudd was in it. He did good, I guess. I don't know if they just needed like another like person who was well known to be in it. Yeah, so he was the well-known face for mm -hmm. sure. Cause he I was also him. funny too. So yeah, he was funny. Like I said, I like him. He's like funny. He's, he's, he's comic relief in most things, like Ryan Reynolds is, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and the little kids were are um, one of the guy. The kids was from Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. The other one, the girl is a singer, and she's also in a couple movies. But, yeah, so the, the Stranger so, Things kid probably got, you know, the younger generation to, mm -hmm. you know, to come out. Yeah. Honestly, when we saw it, it was definitely the packedest theater that we had been in. Since 2020. You know, since the Before pandemic started. So, mm -hmm. I'm just happy people are going to the movies again, really. I mean, you know? I am, but I still like my private theater. But anyways... It was good. Definitely go see it. It was very... It was worth it. It was worth it. Alright, what'd you think of King Richard? I liked King Richard. It made me... I like those kind of like real movies that are about real events mm. and... I based mean... Based on true story. Based on a true story. Based on a true story. I like... I like that. Um, I think Will Smith, after like... At the end of the movie, they do um, they show like the real, real interviews or like real, real yeah videos that the movie was based on. And Will Smith, spot on. Like, I was actually I was actually very impressed with the girls that were playing Serena Williams and Venus Williams. Oh yeah, because their mannerisms were exactly like the footage the footage that they showed at the end. Mm -hmm. So that was very impressive to me being, you know, I don't know how old those girls are, but. They're great actresses. I'd never yeah. seen them in a movie before. So they, they did wonderful. Mm -hmm. Like I say, the story of Venus and Serena Williams. Is inspirational already. Right. And, but the, the thing that made, um, their dad so impressive is that, you know, most parents would have thrown their kids to the wolves and he actually pulled both of his kids out of junior tennis, which at that time was how you were known in the tennis world, mm -hmm. right? To be able to go pro and, and all that stuff, you know, and for him to do that, that was very controversial and... But he did the right thing for his kids. Right. So so they both know four different languages. They both had A's in school. Like Their values were good. You know. You know. So but. To, to me, but, if there's an athlete, if there's athletes to look up to. It's Venus and Serena. Venus and Serena. I mean, absolutely. They they are both class acts. And you can, you can tell that that was. You know, instilled in them. Yeah, instilled in them from a young age. But what I didn't know after going back and doing research is that I honestly I really didn't know that um, Venus and Serena weren't the first kids of Richard. Right. So he had already had a previous marriage that had messed up, that had failed, and he was had nothing to do. From what my understanding was, after. They he divorced or didn't 
continued to be with the mother of his other children, he left and he didn't have any communication with that set of children. He has like 11 kids. Right. So it almost to me was like he, it not, not a redemption story, but mm-hmm. like people are compl- like, so I saw a long story short, I saw an article that said um, his other kids came forward and said, uh, Venus and Serena's new movie King Richard only shows half of what the real story is. Um, not not really. It shows Venus and Serena's perspective of their father and mm. the influence their father had on their lives. Not necessarily hit their lot, the other kids' lives, right? Because they obviously weren't around during that time of their life. Right. So. You could definitely tell Venus and Serena love and adore their father and credit 90%, if not 100%, of their success to both their mother and their father. Right. So if his other kids want to come out with a King Richard story or a sequel about their experience or they want to write a book, try. Go ahead and try. I mean, somebody will read it. But give him his... Venus and Serena, the whole point of that movie was to give respect... And credit that was due to their father. And right. their perspective of their father, which obviously they think of their father as the king of the house. Mm-hmm. King of, I mean, he made all the decisions. He pointed them in the right direction. Like, it was a great movie. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep saying that. But, and it made me realize too, like, what was it, early 2000 when we looked it up, that then, that Venus and Serena actually played each other and how big of a deal that was. Like, oh, big, big time like time. I had no idea that I was watching history. I really mm-hmm. didn't. Like, in 2000, uh-huh. I mean, how old was I in 2000? 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. 11, 12, 13, something like that. Like, I didn't realize at that time how big of a deal that was. So, watching that movie and putting it in perspective at the time that I was in that moment when the movie took place, I was like, wow. Right. Anyways, maybe don't want a big tangent, but <laughs> I loved it. Go see it. I, I love Will Smith. Will Smith is one of my favorite actors of all time. He just does great. And he can play diverse roles. Um, like he's one of those char- those actors that can do that, that are very, they become like the, the character they're supposed to be. Right. Like, like he just embodies it. And you don't even know that he was men in black or whatever other character he's supposed to play. Like you don't think of the other roles that he's played while you're watching the current movie that you're watching with him in it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, he's definitely a top 10 actor of all time. For, for sure. sure. For sure. Um, go see it. From playing Muhammad Ali to... Mm-hmm. You know, now Venus and Serena's dad to um, the movie where he was super poor, raising a kid in a city, homeless. Mm-hmm. Hitch. And, yeah, Hitch, funny, comedy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's got... Um, not generations, but... Decades of, <laughs> I mean, kind of kinda generation of good yeah. movies. Right. Yep. All right, and the last one, what? the Rock movie. 
Mm. Remember what it's called? No, it had um, Wonder Woman in it, Ryan Reynolds. Um, oh, Red Notice. Yeah, we definitely wouldn't have thought that. So Red Notice. All right. So now, what about Red Notice? I mean, they had top three actors in that movie. They had The Rock. Gal, Gal Gadot. Who? Gal Gadot. Okay. <laughs> you said her name really fast. Wonder and Ryan Man. Reynolds. So, to me, I was a little disappointed in the movie. Especially, like, with So, with those, those three, you have very high expectations. I did. So, for the movie not to be a 10 out of 10... Was very disappointing. Right. Um... But I think it was really just the, it wasn't really the actors, it was really the, the script. It was. Right. But there, there's a, a, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it, but I called something in the very beginning that it ended up being true. So I already predicted the whole movie like within the first 10 minutes. Right. So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like I said, it, it, they were entertaining to watch. Gal is obviously gorgeous, and mm -hmm. I liked seeing her play like a badass character. Like, obviously, Wonder Woman is badass, but I mean, like, a bad, badass character. Mm -hmm. Like, she wasn't the um, goody two shoes role, yeah, she wasn't trying to save the world or anything. So, mm -hmm. I really, I kind of liked her in that role, and you could see her play it very well. What did you think? So Ryan Reynolds is definitely known for his mm. comedic relief, his sarcasm. Right. You know. For sure. But in this particular movie, like... They it was did, overkill. They, did, they overkilled it, right? Mm-hmm. I knew where you were going with that. So... You know, it was it, still funny. It was funny, but it took away from the movie. Like, certain parts of the movie needed to be, like, more serious. And then it was like, they did, like, a... A funny, funny joke after funny joke. Like there was no like break in between. Everything right. was just funny joke, funny joke, funny joke. Scene. Funny joke, funny joke, funny joke. Funny joke, funny joke. Scene. Like it was just too much. Right. So it took away from the movie, but you know I like the history that was in the movie. Mm. You know from Egypt mm. and all that stuff. That was great. Um, Cleopatra, of course. Yeah. You know. So I liked all that. Um, what would you give it? Six? I'd probably give it a seven. seven okay, out of 10. mine would be like a six. Because I mean, it's still an action movie. It still had good fight scenes. The fight scenes were good. You know. Yeah. They were. So. Seven out of ten for me. That's on Netflix as well. Yeah, those are all that was everything with Ghostbusters is a Netflix movie and or HBO Max. Mm hmm You know, so we like movies, so we go see movies a lot. Moving back. <laughs> what? Hocus Pocus two. Is that real? Started filming last week. With Bette Midler. I saw that on Bette Midler. Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najme. Is that how you say it? I have I don't know. 
all so the original cast is back back together terrorizing them streets is i think her name is thor is it thelma birch or thorna thorna birch the little girl mm. Is she going to be in it too? I don't know if she's going to be Because I haven't seen her in a movie in a long time either. Right, so she was a really it does, good it actress. Did, it, didn't, it didn't say she was in it. But. I think it's Thorna. I'll have to look it up. Anyways. So they're the Sanderson sisters. I'm super pumped if that's real. Because yeah. there was a time period years ago where people were posting like, pictures and saying Hocus Pocus 2 is coming and it never did. And then right. it, it was like a hoax. So I'm hoping like this isn't just a bad photo, like a really good Photoshop picture of them like on set or something. Right. Like a part of me feels like it's gonna be. Like, well, see, this this makes sense, right? Because this is our generation. And you know, we're paying to go see the movies. We're paying to go see movies, right? Mm -hmm. And that's something that we would go back and see. Oh, for sure. We basically, I mean, it's just like Top Gun. Like people been waiting for the sequel of Top Gun forever. People been waiting. Oh, James yeah. Bond movies and stuff like yeah. that. You know. Well, so, there's multiple of those, but. So people have just been waiting. So like, uh, what was another one that just sequeled for the first time after a long time? Anyway. Cliff. Oh, not Clifford. Yeah. Um, we saw Clifford too. Mm. But there's there's many movies that they never made a sequel to. That they may are now making a sequel. They're to. now making a sequel because that generation's grown up. And they all and they we've all wanted a sequel for so many years. It's like a, a done deal that that's going to be a hit, right? It is for sure. <coughs> so. Mm. So yeah, I think I it's going to be a great thing. I'm I'm happy that they got the three main actresses back together. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, for sure. I think it'll bring uh, witchcraft back to the scene. <laughs> Witch witchcraft has been back in the scene. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not that kind of witchcraft. Oh, what kind of witchcraft? I don't know. Cool witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Anyways. I'm seeing it. I don't know anybody that wouldn't want to see it. So. Alright. Alright. The baby. Get out of my house. <laughs> I'm calling the police. Please love me. <laughs> <laughs> so, the baby calls the cops on baby mama. Trying to get her to leave. I don't know if this is still relevant. Thoughts. Is this still relevant? It's still relevant, don't matter. Okay. Mm. I like for already forgot about it, so Alright, so now we're gonna start talking about real estate laws, right? You have a roommate. You don't have a lease for the roommate. Mm -hmm. Guess what? You can't just kick the roommate out. He's well, yeah, technically, you're right, yeah. You have to you have to serve an eviction on the roommate, go to court, give a reason for why you're kicking them out. Mm -hmm. So the baby had no legal ground to stand on to get rid of the baby model. 
at all because like there wasn't she wasn't even like being physical there was no altercation on her end like mm -hmm. all she was trying to do was talk to him and breastfeed her baby or whatever or feed her baby and they, their baby and he was just the talking only, junk to her the only logical conclusion would have been for him to leave right but he was with all his friends and he was dogging her mm -hmm. and but the thing is and and i'm not blaming her at all but it's just sad because she knew what he was like before then but it's just something to think about for people that let somebody move in with you while you let somebody move in you can't just kick them out they have rights under state laws and honestly, if this was still during COVID, they weren't letting anybody do any evictions. So you would have been stuck with old baby mama all through 2020. Mm -hmm. If this had been in the middle of 2020. For sure. You know, at least now they, you know, you can evict her and move on. I haven't but followed back up with that to see what the outcome was. I think it was just a publicity stunt to get attention. But it's So now the baby mama is famous. Oh, right. yeah, that's true. I was going to say, that's pretty bad so, attention for him, but... Yeah, I mean, for him, he doesn't care. You know, all attention is good attention for him, so... Which he's already been under controversy with his controversial statements he's made about, like, the LGBTQ right. and the bathroom bill and all this stuff. So, I feel like he's not doing right by himself, um, but... So, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson mm -hmm. romancing each other. Supposedly, they are dating. Supposedly. Thoughts? I'll be long story short, I think that her sister Courtney was getting a lot of the attention because of Travis Barker. And she was like, oh, I want up you because I'm dating somebody. No offense to Travis. I'm dating. I'm going to be dating Pete Davidson, somebody who's actually relevant right now <gasps> I love Travis I just think he's not relevant right now blasphemy I don't know Pete Davidson is relevant right now so I mean literally Travis Barker is like the name behind all these artists that are coming out with music now though that's he's true like, he's like the producer yeah and they're all signing to his label but we don't know that as consumers i feel like right but he's really like the big boss right he's like he's like p diddy mm -hmm. right where p diddy's just sitting back making all the money or jay-z's just sitting back making all the money must be the money you know yeah i mean i want but still a big name right i want kim to be happy mm-hmm Think, she deserves that. You think that's why she removed her butt implants? That would be really interesting. There's a theory that she removed her butt implants, her and Chloe. Or do you or think removed, they, they might have been making them sick or something? Their BBO. I don't think so. They've had it for 10 years. Like Yeah, so eventually stuff like that stops, starts leaking, right? I don't know. Leaching. BBLs are different because it takes fat from parts of your body and injects it into your butt. It's like not right. an implant. So, so they didn't have implants. They had BBLs. That's why, yeah, when that's that um 
that show, that episode on Keeping Up with the Kardashians where she's like, people think my butt is fake. Mm. Um, I'm going to prove them wrong. And she actually gets a plastic surgeon to like tell the world on the episode that that she doesn't have implants in her butt. Mm. It really was a BBL. Right. Because so it's natural. So she just had it reduced? She's taking your fat into... Yeah, so I think she just has had it reduced. They had liposuction of their butt or something? Mm-hmm. Get rid of it. Which is scary to a lot of people because it's the end of the big butt era. Whereas people like me who thrive during that era... <laughs> and we don't, we're scared that skinny butts are going to be in again. And But trends come, trends go. But that might be a reason why. Because maybe that wasn't her... Now she's going after a different genre of men. But honestly, so, like, that look is not realistic for most women, right? No, it's not. It's not realistic and at all. And That's it's, very, it's very unsafe. You know, there, there are dangers to surgery. like Oh, for sure, yeah. You know. That's one of the most dangerous surgeries because they, there's like a vein or something they said. Hmm. But anyways, yeah, they say BBLs are like one of the most dangerous surgeries. So, um, I mean, I think they're cute together. Whether or not they're together, they're having fun. You can clearly see Kim look happy. But I mean, she also, and they try to like go through and like show clips of her and Kanye. I really think that she was happy with Kanye too. Mm -hmm. It just got to a point where they couldn't control what Kanye said. And, like, it was, you know what I mean? Like, he's his own person. Like, he's always been opinionated, but maybe that he's been holding back since being with Kim. Right. Because now he's like, I don't know, something triggered him to start really telling people how he feels. But I just saw an article that said that, um, you know, he wants to get back with his family, so... You really just don't know what to believe. What do you think? Well, I think they're they're putting out that Kanye is crazy, right? Because mm-hmm. Kanye is pointing out flaws in the system, mm-hmm. right? So Kanye and Kim's mission is both to help people that have been falsely accused and put in prison falsely and help mm-hmm. them fight their case, get their case reopened, and actually get these people removed from jail, you know, when they've been falsely accused. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that mission, you know, goes against against the establishment that, you know, the justice system is just, you know, that people that do bad things, they go to jail, you know, even if this... Even if what they got put to jail for wasn't what they actually did, they, they're they being put in jail for something they had previously done and got away with. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that where, you know, all that stuff is is wrong. Like, if you're, if you're innocent, you should be innocent until you're proven guilty without a shadow of a doubt. Like, it should be very difficult in the United States to put someone in prison for a long time. Right. right. You know. Without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt that somebody did something. Like, 
Mm-hmm. So like what's, this, what's this, your point though with Kanye? So that's their that's what they're doing, right? So so really That's what Kim Kim, is, Kim is working with him doing that, right? Mm. Like that's their mission together. Maybe. So even if they're not together, like they're still together because that's their mission. Well, and they also have kids, so together. Yeah, and they have kids together, but mm-hmm. you know, I think it's very impressive, you know, that Kim, you know, is a lawyer, right? Did but you were saying, like her being a lawyer is would... very impressive. It changes her, the whole outlook of her, right? Because her, you know. She's basically this this woman that blew up because of a sex tape, and that's been her persona, like a sex appeal, not a I'm an intelligent, beautiful woman, which she is, which she is, right? Mm-hmm. But that's just not how the media portrays her, right? Right. That's not how they, they want, her, want her to, to be, be seen. Just like Paris Hilton, right? Paris Hilton played this whole. Ditsy party blonde, girl, Ditsy party blonde. girl, but she's actually very intelligent. At least business-wise, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, the media, media in Hollywood want to spend her a certain way. So, yeah, it would be very impressive if she got, if she passed the bar. Which, anyways, I'm not sure if she's really dating Pete Davidson. If they're really together, I don't think it's been 100 percent confirmed. No, but so they haven't come out and said that oh, we're dating. Right. Right now they're just hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Because they met. Pete's got to get the balls enough to ask, right? Maybe I don't want to deal with all that craziness. But a part of me thinks that it's a Pete is crazy though, so it might work. It works for his image. Image for his image, but I just but he may not actually be psycho enough to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that I'm just not convinced that they're together. Um, like together together mm-hmm. I think they're hanging out but I think people want something else to kind of like distract themselves from whatever they're going through like reality so they want that to happen because it's almost like like a um, my thing is it's almost is, like a Courtney and Travis what is thing. Pete Davidson got because wasn't he with like Ariana Grande before that they say he's got a big thing okay and that's what he's got that's all he's got. No, I mean he's funny. They think he's funny and right. stuff, but he's got a big thing. Hmm. Okay. But what I'm saying is, is that you know, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, old news. Haven't really heard much about them since, you know, their quick videos. So they're old news, but that's an unusual relationship. Courtney and Travis. They had their thing. They're getting, you know, had a marriage proposal, you know. So I think this is just another publicity stunt to get Kim in the limelight because mm-hmm. her sister is stealing it. And her other sister, Kylie, is dating Travis. Well, have I don't know if they're dating, but she's having a baby with him, another baby with him. Right. Travis um, Scott. Scott. And their whole Astroworld... Um, situation like there's just a lot of things happening conveniently to distract us from bigger pictures like astroworld like 
like you said, should he be? So what happened? What happened in Astro World? I mean, I'm pretty sure like 11 people died during his concert, and he just kept performing basically um, through the death. So there's a lot of controversy. Yeah, so the question is, is an artist that's performing on stage responsible for fans that may be overdosing in the crowd or doing drugs or being trampled on or I think the whole point was I think with his situation at the concert situation there's a lot of hearsay meaning like there were people that said that he was encouraging the like rioting he was encouraging people to jump the to squish in the front and that's unsafe. That's unsafe behavior. Right. So he was, and he's also been known. But he's to been do, doing that forever, right? And it's they've not also like it's a new thing, right? But in the past, those people have also gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. So he's been responsible for people getting hurt. In so the past. you, as a fan, know that, right? Is it not your responsibility to take care of yourself? I mean, my ass is gonna be in the back, anyways. Right. You ain't paying for the high class. I'm not paying. Yeah, I know. Unless they have seats and there's like a clear separation of like, like here's 30 seats for you to sit in the front. Like, and these people aren't able to jump the bar to get to my section. Then that's, yeah, that's it. But these people were getting trampled. And I mean, I just wouldn't go personally go to a concert like that. And seeing like younger kids being injured because it's their first concert and their parents don't investigate to know that this is what happens at these type of concerts is also heartbreaking as well. But there's a lot of conspiracies about it. The conspiracies meaning like he was he was supposed to as part of a ritual like for him to kill certain a number of people mm-hmm. this is just hearsay conspiracy i don't know i mean i'm not saying i believe it or not but um to like get him to push into further he had to like do a blood sacrifice mm-hmm. because he sold his soul to the devil for fame right maybe i don't know it's just wild that his that kylie's there kendall and his daughter was there at the concert and he still, you know what I'm saying? People were like, well, you weren't worried, you were worried about your wife and kids. Well, yeah. Like, I want my wife and kid to be escorted safely, like, out of the premise. Mm-hmm. And my baby mama's sister. But, like I said, I don't know. So people were, people were also mad about that, is that he catered more to his family than his fans. And Which it's I think like most people would. Most people would. So you can't really hold that against him. And then they were showing clips of other artists at concerts that were like completely stopping the concert. And to me, this is me just asking. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing, but like at what point do you not you know, there's thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. You're gonna while you're performing, you're gonna be spotting out who's overdosing in your crowd or who's being trampled being on trampled on, on like I don't think so. Like, that's hard. That's what the ushers are for. That's what the cops that are there doing security are for. Like, you know, they were stopping the crowd. I mean, if it's like right in front of you, like, and you see it. Like, if you saw it in the first two rows, like that, yeah, stop the, you know, I understand. 
but past that with the lights blinding you, How, you like, can't see you know, what can you see so i mean but there are there are clips which again it's all up to interpretation of travis scott i mean he really didn't he apologized while he was eating his burger or whatever he was eating about you know how i don't know how sincere of an apology he it really is but you could hear the audience pleading with him to stop the concert like you could hear it it's very I say, and then somebody put audio over that you know i don't know who knows um i have no idea it's just sad all around because it's like now they're making things things that i didn't think were we were think about lucky before. enough to have concerts back right so like so i'm saying yeah. things i didn't think about before now i think about like going to a concert because I might die, get trampled by people who can't stay in their I mean, lane. You can't, you can't even conceal carry at a concert, so it's like very unsafe. Right, going to a going to a parade, like thinking someone's gonna just maul through the crowd, like that stuff is. Yes, it happens, but why is it happening? It shouldn't be. It's but it's it's just setting the scene for me to be scared to go do fun things. COVID, same thing. I'm saying maybe that's the agenda, right? Right, because they're clearly pushing that. I mean, that's pushing what it's... Pushing the fear agenda. Fear. fear is what drives voting. Fear is what drives people to do what the behavior that you want. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's so, just sad. So I really I think hope, that's the agenda they're pushing. Yeah. I just hope that Travis Scott is sincerely apologetic for what happened, even though he may not be fully responsible, may or may not be. I hope that he is sincerely apologetic for that, and it wasn't a devil. I think if he, I think I really think if he had known that he would have stopped the concert, you know, they didn't say, "Oh, well, this person died in the front row. This person died on the third." Well, and there was also a conspiracy that someone was going around shooting people up with heroin needles. Yeah. Like walking past people and injecting them. Injecting them, yeah. Because I, I mean, that's what a security guard said that happened to him. But who knows? Like I said, who knows what really happened? I'm saying, how are these people getting in with it? Like every concert I go to, you go through metal detectors. They check your bags. Like, but that's the same thing. Women are sneak stuff in their chest area and so it could have been like the same situation which is crazy that people wanted like you're paying all this money for a ticket and you don't want to remember it like you want to shoot up drugs and not remember like that's wild to me or you want to get so drunk that you don't even remember like there's a certain point you know where you should stop like it's that's not fun but yeah, there's definitely a line where it goes from fun to not fun, for sure. Right. But. So, back to my whole original, our whole original thought process is that you're seeing, it's interesting to see these, what these women were dating, meaning Megan Fox, Chloe, I mean not Chloe, Megan Fox, Courtney. Courtney Kardashian, and now Kim Kardashian. It's interesting to see that what are they doing like skinny white boy trend like <laughs> now the skinny white boy trend is in. is in so now you know you gotta lose like 500 pounds mate so you can look 500 like <laughs> so, and then get tattooed up so you look like girl i lost half a pound over thanksgiving thank you and i found it <laughs> but anyways i'm not in with the skinny boy trend 
Um, but if all they right. want to push that, cool. I'm happy for them. I hope that they're all happy. And um, so speaking of the non-skinny boy trend, Sean Roden. Don't know who that is. Mr. Olympia 2018, Sean Roden. Okay. 46 years old, mm-hmm. died of a heart attack. Mm. Sad. So he goes along with big names. He goes along with big names like Rich Piana. Mm. R.P. Rich. Dallas McCarver. Don't know who that is. George Peterson. And just recently, Luke Sandow. Luke Sandow was only 30. That's sad. So all the, all of these people died? Mm-hmm. From heart complications or something? Heart problems. Should the Mr. Olympia brand and the MPC do something to force bodybuilders to take care of their health? I mean, you think what their routine is doing is, I mean, as an outsider, not someone that doesn't know much about bodybuilding, like, you think that that's healthy. What they're doing is healthy. So bodybuilding is a an extreme sport, right? You're pushing your body to an extreme level of body fat. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But to do that, you, you know, a, a lot of people are taking steroids, mm-hmm. right? Taking growth hormone um, and injecting other substances into their body to, to block estrogen, to um, increase their metabolism, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Um, I just say, just so just say pre-workout stimulants that people take before they go work out if you do that for a long period of time that's bad for you basically anything you do that's not in moderation is bad for you right right so normal people that eat too much and don't work out you know the eating too much is bad right you know but a person that you know, and that has can a stop burger, your heart too. Has a burger once a week, or has a pizza pizza once a week. You know, their your body is can adjust and adapt to stimulus, right? Mm-hmm. So, but there's a certain point where your body breaks. So you're saying, do you think bot? Okay, so I feel like I know somebody that body build, builds mm-hmm. um, professionally and. I was when they did that. I've seen them post that they're at the doctor or they're getting blood work mm-hmm. taken like once a week. Right. So like, is that not something that's a standard in bodybuilding? Like to you go see, to the been, doctor. It, that's what I'm saying. It should have become a standard. But is that not our? It's that's not, what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that not our? Most bodybuilders are broke. They don't have health insurance. Mm-hmm. Like should be should that be something that? So if you're like a top twenty person in the world, should. Olympia, the Olympia brand come together give you health insurance. I mean, it's so not a bad idea, so but are, are they going to make money to do that? Like, um, is that Mr. their Olymp- responsibility? The Mr. Olympia brand makes millions of dollars a year. Does, does like sports do that? Yeah. They provide health care for their... For their athletes, yeah. Oh, well then that should be a standard, I feel like. And... It's just like, should it be just be like any other profession, right? Where well, yeah. I guess are they not considering it a sport? Yeah, it's a sport. But it's a, uh, 
So the difference between bodybuilding and, uh, say, baseball or football is that it's subjective, mm-hmm. right? So who they choose to win is subject to the person that's judging the physique, the judges, right? Right. Kind of similar to like wrestling, you're, you're the the WWE champion is chosen to be champion. So what do you think? Should they or no? Um, no, I don't think that they should. I think it is um, something that should be talked about at every show. Like awareness. Awareness. It should be like an awareness campaign, not a force you to have our health insurance and go to the doctor and... But I mean... You know, I think be... giving health insurance is a good idea. You know, but it's I mean... something that would cause more people to... Be- Go into your brand. But I mean, right? with all these people like dying, dropping dead, is there going to be anybody that's competing? I say there already is a lot uh, less people competing at the bodybuilding level. Right? I mean, there's, would you? There's, so the Olympia brand has so many categories now that you don't necessarily have to be in that extreme category of like being a bodybuilder like Sean Roden where you're... Five nine, five ten, two hundred sixty pounds, two hundred eighty pounds. Well, if I knew what I was doing was extreme, but the problem, the I problem is, is that the winner, the winner now, um, Big Rami, Big Rami's three hundred ten pounds on stage, mm-hmm. less than six percent body fat. That's like impossible. Well, so it's like super impressive, right? It's it's almost like unnatural for sure. Well, you, you unattainable. Go to, unattainable. You go to the you go to the the bodybuilding shows to see a freak show, right? To see someone that is just above and beyond anything that you can imagine. For sure. Right, and that is. Or the, I just look for the work, like to see how hard they've worked. I you like know, to the, see it before and after. That is the current Mr. Olympia, mm-hmm. right? He is the above and beyond everyone by a lot. Right, so now people are going to have to do a more above and beyond right. things it's, it's, in order to beat him and to right. obtain better than what he has. Whereas Olympia, the Olympia could have taken the role of, well, we want more symmetry. We want, you know, we want... Cause they could change is not their standards. They could change their standards. Right? And they haven't. Right. You know, and that started in, but this started in the 90s, right? With We've all evolved, though, since the 90s. Like, we are all different since Bodybuilders have just become bigger and bigger and bigger. But then, what, what they've really what they, more and more drugs to really, make you look yeah, a certain way. Really, what they've tried to do is they've tried to open up more categories because social media basically made people millionaires without being bodybuilders. Mm-hmm. Right? So it took people away from the sport that. So like Bradley Martin is a millionaire, multi-millionaire, but he's not a bodybuilder. But he takes care of his body. But he probably takes steroids on a regular basis. Does he like to compete or does he like money? No, so he never competed. He wanted to, he, you know, he competed like one time. So he wanted to make money a different way. Like, is it about making money or is it about recognition? Well, see, it's a career. Depends. Right? It's on... a career. So your career is always about making money. Right. But right. if you can make more so, money so safely you, and you do should. your own YouTube, then you're going to choose that over competing. That's right. So you, you know, so you can live a little bit longer. But then you have people like Rich Piana, 
mm-hmm. who tried to compete for so long, didn't ever win, never became a pro, but was still taking steroids for 25 years. Because he had that image. And to give him the image that, that image. he wanted so that he could build his brand, be famous, and be rich, and live the lifestyle that he wanted. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Right? And he died early. But he clearly came out and said, this is my choice. I know I can die early from this. He sure did. Yeah. Mm. So just maybe more awareness at the shows. Maybe they have a doctor and the, the doctor has a booth or something for people who are interested in doing bodybuilding. Maybe you think that would help? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a good idea. I agree with that. It's a shame that that those people died. But yeah, Dallas McCarver was like 25. Like I said, Luke Sandow was 30. And they know that it's related to drugs? No, I mean, they just know it's, most of it is heart attacks. Mm -hmm. So it's either from stimulant or from oversized hearts from steroids, Mm -hmm. liver issues, from processing the drugs. When obviously you can be 300 pounds without drugs. Of course, I'm not shredded like they are, but. Mm hmm. Yeah. What'd you find, though? <laughs> but that was an interesting conversation. You know, so uh, prayers for all those men's families, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's people that are going to do those extreme things to be a winner and do whatever it takes anyway. Right. You know, so it's really, to me, to me, it would almost be, it would be better to change the standard. Yeah. You know, but somebody can outdo that too because they're still in that mindset. Give more, they can give more weight to symmetry. Or being natural, why do we have to have steroids? Like, why can't we go to more of a natural building? So, like, Ronnie Coleman became a professional bodybuilder naturally. But when he got into the the actual pro scene, Mm -hmm. he was finishing, like, 12th, 15th. Right, so why are... Why are we doing because that? Is there just, more money in steroids? Like, why are we doing steroids? Why are they allowing steroids? Why are they allowing? Um, basically, basically, is, what it really does is it let them it lets them get more shredded. But what I'm saying it lets is, them maintain the muscle mass. Why and, is the company allowing them to do to, to take those measures? Like, why are they allowing? Because the them? product is better, or is deemed better. Well, they say that, yeah. right. It's still sad though. And it's always been a cult sport anyway, but you know, when steroid the the issue of steroids came around, that's when they stopped having bodybuilding on ESPN and stuff like that out of the mainstream. So to me they could actually make more money by getting rid of the steroids. Right. But then it would be more accepted onto But your product is not gonna be Meaning the look? As impressive. Well, yeah, because it's natural. Yeah. That's why I like going to the all-natural bodybuilding competition that we have here in Moorhead City. You should come. Yeah, we go and watch the AMBF support the American Natural Bodybuilding Federation. Mm -hmm. Our friends are usually in it, so 
you know, and, you know, natural is not, but there's still people that are impressive, people that are 55 years old and just monsters, mm -hmm. naturally monsters, you know. And That's a lot of hard work and genetics mix. But, like I say, there's people that are normal-sized people that are taking steroids just to be lean. Mm. You know, taking TRT therapy to get their testosterone up to 900, 1,000. Instead of, you know, these bodybuilders, they're doing, they're getting their, their testosterone up to 2,000. Mm. You know, double what's normal. You know, and that's not safe for your body. It's not safe for your heart. No. So I could see where they could do something like that, where they could limit what your testosterone could be. Mm -hmm. Right? Maybe that something like that. That would require them to have tests. And then they'd have to pay for testing, which is the, the bigger problem. So. Yeah. But if they cared or if they wanted to. But as long as the money's flowing. And people are willing to do it. Then and people are willing to do it, they're going to keep doing it. Right. You know? So, so we'll see in years to come. And I'm Nate. And I'm Meredith. And this is the So What You Want to Talk About podcast. So what you want to talk about? Make sure you like. Comment. Subscribe. Tag a friend. Send the video to somebody. <laughs> All the other things there is to do, just do it. Ring the little bell and subscribe. Make sure you check out London in the Googly Goo, available on Amazon.com, written by the lovely Meredith Dillon. Make sure you check out Insert Sale. I'm wearing a rockin' an Insert Sale sweater or zip up coat. It's very cool. I love it. It's on Insert Sale. We actually just made that. It's not up on the website yet. So you can't but if you like it, this. if you like we it. We will put this up for pre-order if, if you, you actually like, like this. If you like this, yeah. We got t-shirts and stuff too. You should check it out. We got some sales still going on. It is, um, you know, we got you. Just check us out. Insersale.com. We're going to extend Black Friday through my birthday, December 12th. Why don't you just do 70 a birthday? Off. Why don't you just do a birthday special? Fine, it's a birthday special. For you, yeah, instead of a... We're going to make a birthday special on Instracell.com. Yeah. It's like 70% off on the website. We're doing a birthday special. Check it out. Yes. Get cool designs like Stay Fit Forever, Gains Freak, Fluffy on the Inside, Bar Babe, Bar Bro. <laughs> All of those, you can check it out on Good our Vibes Only. That's right. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Peace.